0: to Chasing Barefoot Ultra. I'm your average runner, chasing some big distances and learning a lot along the way. Yeah. Welcome back to Chasing Barefoot Ultra. Today is September the 8th. It's a Wednesday and on Monday I successfully completed my second 50k ultra I was not as prepared for this one as I was for my first one I wasn't really sure how this was gonna go as I mentioned in my previous episode training was tough for me this year I got away from what really worked I stopped listening to myself and it was a struggle I struggled to get out and I struggled to hit the distances And it showed. I knew it was going to. I knew this one was going to hurt a lot more than the other one. I don't think I realized to what extent. I had some issues with my feet crop up early. Uh, We were stopping and taping at about 20k uh, blisters on my heels which I hadn't got before and some issues with my both big toes rubbing on the top of my shoe. Uh, The one taping worked, it seems like that toe is going to be fine. Uh, The other one I suspect is going to be black in a little while and might end up falling off. That just is what it is. Um, My legs were definitely feeling it this year compared to last. Uh, I was getting some pretty good pain through my calves, uh, the top of my thighs. I was just trashing them. Um, But I kept going. It was with a lot of push from the people that I had around me supporting me. I leaned on them. Um, I think that's a big thing with running is you need to have people that you can lean on when you need to. There were moments that I didn't know how I was going to get to the end. I knew I wanted to, part of me knew that I would, but I didn't know how. The last three kilometers of this one were probably the hardest three kilometers I've ever done. I kept moving. I switched out who was running with me, and I just knew I needed to keep moving. I needed to keep my legs forward, and the only thing that kept going through my head was relentless forward motion if I stopped, it was gonna be that much longer. But if I just kept going, if I kept putting one foot in front of the other, I would eventually get there. When my watch rolled over to that 50K mark, I was thrilled with what I had done. Um, Probably the biggest emotion I felt was relief that I didn't have to keep going. But I was proud of myself for not giving up for seeing it through despite the setbacks I'd had and they were a lot of mental setbacks. I was proud of myself for finishing, for seeing it through and for getting to that finish line. And it was a virtual finish line. I just ran until my watch rolled over and then had a brief celebration, climbed into the vehicle and went home. <laughs> it was no big arch to run through. There wasn't a crowd. There wasn't anything like that. The medal that I got for the virtual run was at home. It just gets hung up on my hanger. It's not the crowd that's pushing me on in these runs because there isn't one. It's myself. It's those around me that are close to me. And it's Feeling that strength in knowing that I could push myself like this and I could get there. There was a time when, I mean, doctors said I wasn't running again. I needed to find new hobbies and things that I enjoy. You know, it took a long time to get past that and to find things that worked. And the only way that I found that was through really tuning into my body to what it was saying and following through. I run in barefoot shoes because that's what works. It's not because it's a fad or because I read Born to Run. It's because I would go for a walk and my ankle would get sore. I'd get home, kick my shoes off, and I started to notice that it felt better the moment those shoes were off. It felt better if I was wandering around barefoot. So I thought, well, I know there's the five-finger shoes. Maybe I should try that. Even if it was just for walking around. Maybe I wouldn't be able to run, but maybe I would be able to walk farther than I have been. And in listening to that, in trying those shoes, I found success. I found You know, as I inched my way up, I slowly increased the distance and the time that I was wearing them. It just worked. It's something that settled in and I kept pushing forward. And I started to wonder, how far can I go? Because if I was told that I couldn't run and now I can, well, who's to say where that finish line is. Who's to say how far I can safely go? No one knows. I don't know. And I decided I really wanted to see just how far I could go. Because if I went from being told that I probably wouldn't run again, to being able to do and to do it pain free, then let's just see how far this thing can go. I've switched up my footwear a bit. This time I ran in zero shoes. Uh, the first one and what I predominantly ran in was the Vibram 5 fingers. My reason for switching is a pretty basic one. is Once I started doing a little bit longer distances, my feet would swell up as they do. And I just didn't have room in those shoes. And then when I sized up, it was too much room. And I just, you know, had to run my one marathon I did last year partially in sock feet because it just hurt too much to have the shoes on. So I wanted to try something a little different. The ones that I wore this time had a two millimeter insole. There's no arch support or anything, just a tiny little bit of extra cushioning, which made my feet very happy. The little, little cushion was nice. It uh, kept my feet from getting too tired. There's definitely a bit of an adjustment to them from the five fingers but overall the venting I found was better. It kept my feet cooler and there was just a little bit more room for when my feet did swell up. And one thing that I really wanted to touch on was the virtual running. So virtual races became a little bit more common over the last year, with all the cancellations, the in-person ones that weren't going on, and you know, race directors really needing to pivot, and this worked well um, for me because it opened up a lot of distance options that I hadn't been able to find until then. I'd found lots of, you know, half marathon distances, 10Ks, 5Ks, but I really wanted to be able to push a bit farther. And so when I had the opportunity to sign up for a 50K, being a virtual option really opened it up to me. I'm not the fastest runner out there, as I've mentioned before, and it's not really a goal of mine to be the fastest. I want to see how far I can push myself and how far I can go. Distance is my goal right now. And in the in-person ones, they have cutoff times so you can safely get around the course. I needed to gain some confidence. I just wanted to go. I just wanted to go and run. I didn't want to be worrying about what any runners around me were doing. I didn't want to be thinking about cutoff times or pacing. I just wanted to run. And that's what these virtual runs allow me to do. And having the option to be a part of the community because in these there's still, you know, connection. There's still people you can watch who are doing the same races and you can cheer them on and be excited for them without having that external pressure. I see a lot of debate around whether virtual ultras really count. And to me it's kind of a moot point. Like Who are you to tell me my 50K run doesn't count? Like, I'm not trying to qualify for UTMB or Western with these runs. I'm just wanting to go and see if I can do it. And in finishing 50 kilometers in one go, that's an ultra. That doesn't matter if it's on a registered course or anything else. The distance is tracked. I mean the GPS's might not be a hundred percent accurate, but who's to say it's you know, short? Maybe instead of going fifty I went fifty-five. It's just a matter of getting out there and doing it and having these virtual runs which raise money for charity and give runners who aren't out there to be super competitive a community, someone to cheer for and you know, events to attend. There's giveaways and awards and everything else included in there, but there isn't all the pressure that I know I would feel at an in-person event. And for full disclosure, I haven't done an in-person yet. For me, the virtual runs just open up that door and give me an opportunity to push myself. It gives me a deadline when I need to go. It gives me a reward for finishing. And that's just what works for me right now. I know if I started to put in-person events on my calendar for the next year or two, then it would probably backfire on me. I know when the time is right, I'll know. And at that moment, I will go and I will do it and I will probably love it. I will probably love the atmosphere but I will also have gained a lot of experience and a lot of confidence through the virtual runs that I've been doing. I use these for training runs too. When I was training for my 50K last year, I signed up for a half marathon in June. I signed up for a full marathon in August and the 50K in September. So it really gave me milestones to hit while still being able to be mindful about the training that works for me and that is not having a regimented plan. And in doing it that way, I was able to gain a lot of confidence. I knew I ran 42 three weeks ago. And if I did that, I know I can do this. So having those kind of peppered through the training and having the rewards in the community really kept me going and kept my spirits up. What I decided to do this year because after my 50k last year I kind of derailed and things fell apart is I signed up for a half marathon in October and that's just to get me back into the routine. So after running this 50k I need to take some time to rest and really let my legs rejuvenate give my body time to just reset because it was a hard push and it was one that it wasn't really ready for but I don't want to get into taking a month off. I don't want to be really taking that too far. So I said I'm going to sign up for this half marathon and then I'll give myself a week, two weeks, see how I'm feeling before I start running again, but I've got a deadline where I need to be running 21K. And that's really one of the great things about these is they do give you that marker. So finding what works for you and really listening to yourself is so vital. And that's what I really wanna get across. And it's not that you need to do what I do, it's that you need to try a few things and really tune in. If I had done what I was told to do, and that was getting custom orthotics and, you know, specific shoes, I would not be running at all. It wouldn't work for me. But because I listen to small cues that I was getting I was able to find a way that worked for me and you know I've gone back into physio since then for other things and I've said what I'm doing and the fact that with all the issues I had with that ankle that I'm able to run is shocking to him and that I'm doing it in barefoot shoes just doesn't make sense and I mean, it doesn't have to make sense, but that's what I really want to underline. It doesn't have to make sense to everyone if you know that it's working, as long as you know that it's not going to cause any damage. And it's important not to keep going with something just because you want it to work. You have to keep going with what is working, and that's an important distinction. Because there's different things that I would really love to see work for me and cushiony shoes are definitely one of them. I tried again the beginning of last year to switch to some shoes that were a zero drop and they had I don't know how thick of a sole on them and it felt like I was walking on a cloud and I really wanted them to work because my feet in them felt so comfortable I couldn't even walk in them though for some reason I decided that this is what I wanted to work wasn't what was working but it's what I wanted to work so I kept going despite the pain coming back I kept going despite all these red flags and I sidelined myself for about three weeks where I had to let that injury flare down and heal. Once I tossed those shoes, gave myself time to recover from that attempt, went back to my barefoot shoes, it was fine. So remember, it is important to just tune in and listen and try not to sway what works to something that is trending or something that you just really like, because just because you like it doesn't mean it's going to work. You have to decide what's important and put that at the forefront. Thanks for tuning in to Chasing Barefoot Ultra. If you liked what you heard, I would love it if you would share it with a friend. If you want to find me on Instagram, you can find me at Ultra.